Welcome to the Esteemed Life Podcast, where I talk about the remarkable resilience of women and how they have overcome challenges and obstacles in their lives. I will explore self-esteem, self-love, emotional intelligence, self-care, and confidence. I am your host, Michelle Hall, a certified Christian life coach and personal development strategist who help women of a mature age overcome and resolve negative childhood experiences. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, esteemed ones. On today's episode, we're going to talk about doing the inner work. I will define what the work is based on my personal and professional experience and why it's important to actually do it. Surely you've heard coaches, therapists, and counselors say, do your work. It seems to be a buzz phrase that is thrown around a lot these days. What do they mean, though? I have even included it in my tagline. Life can get better. You just have to do the work. So what is the work and how does doing it get you a better life? Let's see if we can figure that out. Most of you have probably seen or at least heard of a show that used to come on the Oprah Winfrey Network called Iyanla, Fix My Life. This show featured master life coach Iyanla Van Zant, who would go around to different places and help families, couples, or individuals to do the inner work that they needed to do to resolve a major life challenge or to heal from past trauma. According to the show's intro, her job was to help people do their work. As a life coach, that's my job too. So, what is the work? Well, it can be simple or complex. It can be internal or external. It can take a long time or a short time. There is work, and then there is work. My simple definition of the work is anything that you need to do to get from where you are to where you want or need to be. Let's take a look at a hypothetical example of what one might consider external work. Say you have a goal that you want to achieve. With the new year less than two months away, you will likely be setting goals for 2023. Let's say you want to run a marathon by the end of 2023. There is work involved in achieving that goal. You may have to do some research, meal planning and prep for better nutrition, schedule run and exercise time to build stamina and endurance, take supplements for enhanced performance, and any number of things. The amount and severity of work depends greatly on where you are when you start. If you are a couch potato and you want to run a marathon, that's going to be complex and a lot of work. But if you are in good physical shape, eat healthy meals, drink plenty of water, and do some running already, then getting to marathon status might not be so complex for you. It is all relative, depending on where you start. 
This kind of work is different from inner work, but not any less important. Anytime change is involved, work is necessary. Let's look at a couple of examples of inner work that I have done in my own life over the last several years. Somewhere around eight years ago, I was having a conversation, a serious conversation, with my now ex-husband, and I blurted out to him that I had been sexually abused as a young girl. Needless to say, he was surprised and perplexed about the unexpected information. We had been married over 20 years, and I had never disclosed this information to him. By the way, that is not something that I recommend. He was very sympathetic and compassionate. He encouraged me to get therapy if I needed to, and he even offered to go with me. I had wanted to get help years earlier to deal with that incident in my life, but I knew if I started going to a therapist, he would want to know why I was going. And I just wasn't ready to share with him about the abuse. So when he suggested that I see a therapist, I was ready to go. I started individual therapy for help with the sexual abuse. But something unexpected happened when I started. You see, I was the type of person that internalized stuff. I didn't talk to anyone about stuff that was bothering me or things that had hurt me. I just stuffed it down and kept pushing forward. I had a lot of stuff, basically a lifetime of stuff, bottled up inside that I needed to talk to someone about, that I needed to get out of my system because I had never done that before. Carrying such a load was really weighing heavily on me and it was taking a toll on my mental health. So when I was talking to the therapist about the abuse, this other stuff started to come out. Things that I had buried so deep inside, it was like a floodgate had opened. I was so overwhelmed with all the emotions that were surfacing, I didn't know if I could process it all. I remember so clearly sitting on the therapist's couch week after week telling her, that this is too much. I don't know where to start. And I don't know how to handle this. And she was very patient and compassionate with me. And I appreciate the time that she took to listen to me and to ask me all the questions that I needed to answer for myself. Eventually, I figured it out and realized that I had to deal with one thing at a time. I had to get things logically laid out in my head because that's simply how I think. And trying to deal with everything at one time was just too much and too overwhelming for me to process. I was eventually able to work through everything and I began the healing process. While I was going to therapy, I was also in church and strengthening my relationship with God. Every week, When I was in service, tears would just flow from my eyes. And I know, I just know that was God cleansing me of all that stuff that I had been holding in for so many years 
and it was being released from my body through my tears. I was in therapy on and off for about three years. My therapist actually left the practice and I stopped counseling for about six months. My work was not done, but I was not going to start over with a new therapist. Fortunately for me, she came back and I immediately started to see her again to finish my work. This was deep inner work and it took me a long time, but I was ready to do it. And when it got tough, I stayed with it until I got the healing that I desperately needed. I am thankful for therapy and the ability to connect with God through prayer. I needed help, and that's okay. You don't have to do your work alone. Another example of some inner work that I've done in more recent years is a journey of self-discovery. My marriage ended after 27 years, and I found myself alone for the first time in my adult life. My son was graduating high school and heading off to college, and I had spent my time trying to be the best mom and wife that I could be. My focus was on them, not on myself. But I was forced to face myself and figure out who Michelle was without a husband and without a minor son in need of my time and attention. It was a journey that I was glad to take on my own and in my own time. I didn't need a therapist to help me through this process. I was able to do it on my own. It was not easy, but it was necessary for me to figure this out so I could move forward in my life healthy and whole. This was deep inner work too but different from the other example that I talked about earlier. This goes to show that each situation is different, even for the same person dealing with situations at different times in their lives. It will not always be the same. What worked on one occasion may not work for another. Inner work is heart work. That is where you take the time to look at yourself and figure yourself out. In order to break through, you have to be willing to see and acknowledge the good, bad, and ugly of what is going on inside of you. It is not an easy thing to do sometimes. In some cases, you have to do the inner work before you can be successful with any other work. There is a book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. The first success principle in the book is take 100% responsibility for your life. This does not mean that you are responsible for things that happened to you that you had no control over. It does mean that you have control over your response. This is where doing your work makes your life better. On the other side of self-work is freedom. Let me say that again. On the other side of self-work is freedom. I am telling you from personal experience, there is nothing like freedom in your soul from stuff that has held you hostage. I am sure 
that if more people knew how great the feeling of freedom is after doing the inner work, more people would be willing to go through all that is required to get there. It is worth every tear you shed and every pain you feel. It brings forth peace of mind and you cannot put a price tag on that. In the next episode, I will expand on this topic and talk about how a life coach can help you do your work. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Esteemed Life Podcast. Please join my Facebook group where we have discussions on podcast topics and other inspirational content. You can find the group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash the esteemed ones. Share this episode with a friend and come back to join me next week for another inspirational episode. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work.